let's think of a case. Um, this is a case of a 25 year old um, African American woman that came to clinic complaining of um, shortness of breath, chest pain, and lower extremity edema. On examination, she has evidence of alopecia. She has um, bilateral uh, knee arthritis, and she has a malar rash. The um, astute ER physician also notes that her blood pressure is 150 over 90, and thinks about the possibility of a systemic disease. So um, it's somebody that seems to have fluid overload, um, arthritis, alopecia, and a rash, makes sense to think of a systemic illness. Workup is sent, ANA is positive, double-stranded DNA is positive, complements are low, and urinalysis show proteinuria, red cell, and red blood, um, and red blood cell casts. This is coming together um, as a possible case of lupus nephritis. So um, the point is to have an index of suspicion, send that ANA, but also send the routine workup with the urinalysis, the metabolic panel, the CBC with differential, and work up the um, chest pain and shortness of breath, just because, well, this happened to be a lupus patient with fluid overload, but you want to make sure you're not missing a cardiac, um, a cardiac event, and you're not missing a pulmonary embolism. So maintain suspicion for lupus, but rule out um, other more common um, causes for fluid overload, for chest pain, for elevated blood pressure. Once the diagnosis of lupus with the possibility of lupus nephritis is made, the next step, the next logical step here is to actually involve the nephrologist and get a kidney biopsy. So um, we won't get into all the details of lupus nephritis classification, but please know that um, every person with lupus presenting with proteinuria greater than 500 milligrams should have a kidney biopsy as part of the workup. Um, the backbone of treatment for lupus nephritis, um, and this is true for class three, four, and five, is that there's a time of induction treatment where we're attempting to um, decrease proteinuria, preserve renal function, um, and uh, do that with the least amount of side effects. And that treatment includes um, steroids, um, cyclophosphamide or mycophenolate mofetil. And based on the data, we looked at the possibility of including voclosporin and belimumab. So induction and maintenance minimizing the dose of steroids, possibly using lower doses of the immunosuppression medication, medications that were used for induction, and possibly continuing um, the advanced therapies, voclosporin and belimumab. Now, you will note that 
these are 2012 guidelines. The vocalist born and Belimumab were added here only as proposed. So this is our opinion of where Belimumab and vocalist born could fit. People with lupus are um, more likely to be women um, and are more likely to be women um, of reproductive age. So the issue of pregnancy in lupus um, um, is uh, front stage uh, and center for a lot of people with lupus and thinking about um, pregnancy planning and making sure that um, um, things are stable and in the best possible situation for the pregnancy to be successful is, um, is critical. How would this new diagnosis of lupus and lupus nephritis impact um, her plans? So this is a situation where this is very active lupus with an organ threatening um, involvement of the kidneys this is a situation where we would recommend that the patient puts um, the plans to start a family on hold until lupus nephritis is controlled. Why? Because trying to have a baby in the middle of very active lupus um, is associated with um, a very high risk um, of um, of pregnancy failure. So um, the wisdom is that you wait until the disease is um, inactive for six to 12 months. And when that's not possible, make sure that the disease is well controlled uh, before embarking on plans to conceive. Um, Dr. Kamen, um, how does, does, that, um, does that sound reasonable to you? Um, and um, would you advise your patient in the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all of your wisdom. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, helping a patient with lupus you know, have a healthy baby and get through a pregnancy without major complications is one of my very, very favorite things to do. But um, patience is um, patience for the patient and the rheumatologist and the OB and family is, um, is, is critical because yeah, you want it to be the right time. And I definitely utilize um, these two websites that are on the slide there, the lupuspregnancy.org and reproroom.duke.edu. Um, and both of those sites have like worksheets the patients can print and bring to their different providers and um, kind of know um, you know, the right timing of things. And it goes into not just pregnancy um, uh, pregnancy planning, but also um, effective contraception, um, even things like, you know, egg harvesting and planning in the future for, for pregnancy. 